You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Come on in, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Presented as always by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawkster with you on a Monday, Martin Luther King Day, and we react to an incredible NFL weekend. We'll look ahead to tonight. Obviously, the Bucks and the Cowboys will finish out Wild Card Weekend, and we'll know all the matchups. We know three of them for next weekend. But we, I mean, there's so much to talk about here. Uh, that was a great call, by the way, by Mike Tirico last night on the play that changed the game between the Bengals and the Ravens. Um, look, there's five games uh, for us to talk about. We'll go through them. But I think we can react to some big picture, Joe, just to start us off. I mean, this was an underdog weekend after that first game. And, and look, the Seahawks were tied, they were leading, actually, at the half. Niners pulled away, but then it was all dogs the rest of the weekend. Dogs and overs have been the story so far of the NFL playoffs. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. That first game, the favorite covers, but it looked like the dog was in good shape. At halftime, the underdog in Seattle was leading that game, and uh, that was the only favorite to cover all weekend. I, I thought the bigger story as far as uh, what happened over wildcard weekend, the amount of scoring that we saw. Doesn't mean great offenses as we'll dive into these games. A lot of very short touchdown drives. Um, th- there were some offenses that or teams that put up a lot of points, but it doesn't mean they did much offensively. Um, and maybe that can help us for the next round a little bit. But the overs go a perfect 5-0. and Some of them are really close. Last night was by the hook, so it depends what you got it, got it at. But, I mean, we saw some of them by two, three touchdowns where the totals were not close. Uh, Also big picture, so the home teams did well. I don't know that it was because of home field advantage, but the road teams did well in the first half. So I thought that was interesting. A lot of these games ended up flipping to the home team once you got to the second half. Like We can go over pretty much all of them. And another thing that really stood out to me is the QB2 and the QB3 did well. And if you took them ATS, those are fairly easy covers. Yeah, I loved all the scoring. I, I just had so much fun watching it. I live bet some uh, props, though, overs, because I had initially done some unders. <laughs> so I'm like, got to go over on this guy. Like, J.K. Dobbins, wow, he had a big game. Uh, playoff Gabe is back. Gabe Davis had a big game. I mean, some of these guys really stepped up in the – in the playoffs. So, um, it, it was fun, but I, Paul and I were joking before the show. Uh, we got to thank, uh, Joe G for that chargers money line in the group text, because after that, that epic comeback, that was awesome. Mm. <laughs> I was, I, I, I'm glad it's over. I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad it's over. I, I can't, mm. they can't hurt me anymore. They just, it's, it's over. The chargers thing is over. We could go there. Let's start there as we get into the games. That was, I mean, we, we see it once in a while, right? These epic meltdowns. And that was an incredible choke job. I, I know 
I think the play call by Doug Peterson at the end was incredible. And Lawrence yeah. obviously kept his composure after a ridiculously bad first half. But that was on the Chargers. Mitchell, they didn't run the football. They're up four scores and three in the second half. And they're just playing offense like it's like it's normal. Like it's a, a one or two score game. Like what are we doing there? They couldn't close that game out. They lost their composure with Bosa. That was – and what was the money line at one point? 18-1 to 1 may have been higher in some books. I mean, if you uh, – A lot higher. A lot higher. Would you see it? I, I saw one book promote 100-1. to 1. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dang. You know what? That's – it's an incredible playoff. You know what it reminded me of? Remember the, um, the Colts and the Chiefs? Alex Smith, uh, Andrew Luck, maybe 10 years ago? There was a game very similar to that where it was like – the Chiefs went up a lot. Matt, I forget what the exact score was. And then the Colts came roaring back and won the game. It reminded me of that. But, man, what a, what a way for the Jaguars season to continue. And what a way for the Chargers season to end up 27 nothing and losing that game. I don't think it happens. but And, and I'm not even basing this off. I mean, my God. Rex Ryan. I mean, <laughs> some of the stuff that is was being said after that game, it was just amazing amazing like they're killing staley still for being too aggressive even though that's not what happened that's not what happened at all like <laughs> what are we even right are you guys have been watching the game you actually were on the sideline coaching uh one of the prominent head coaches for a while in rex ryan you need to be fired not only for what occurred on saturday just just based off this i'd consider firing you if we include a fourth down failure, which we do in our turnover numbers. You won the turnover battle six to zero, and you lost the game. Unbelievable. That's not supposed to happen with three to zero, let alone six to zero. And you found a way to lose that damn game. That was truly remarkable. Now, what, what was a lot of the scoring early on fluky? Was it lucky? Were the balls bouncing their way with all the turnovers? Yes. Yes, setting up some short drives for them, but you had a 27 to nothing lead and you couldn't take care of it. And, and also in the past game, by the way, yeah, I think they missed Mike Williams' second half of that game a little bit. But in the past game, where was Eckler? Where was Eckler all game? We, we were expecting a big performance from him, especially with Mike Williams out, and he was nowhere to be seen. He had two catches for eight receiving yards, something they went to time and time again. Uh, this season, and uh, you could not find it. You know, watching that first half, it just—I know these crazy bets hit, but and you, and you knew, okay, Lawrence is going to keep on passing, keep on passing, and the Chargers always charger things up. But I still never thought that that was going to be possible. Twenty-seven to nothing. Yeah, I mean, especially you know, Staley supposed to be a defensive coach too, and like you just let it. I mean, that's never in. been. Yeah, that's never been a thing. That's never been a thing. I, I mean, the last couple of years, their defense stinks. And I mean, what do you make of Staley in this situation? Because I get it. Like, he's still young. He's innovative and, I guess, a fresh mind. But it's just – it's not working. I don't know if this is a situation where he needs more time to figure things out or what's going to happen to him, you know? I mean, yeah. I think six seasons ago, he was at James Madison University – so if you think about it, you know, in anyone's career, it does take time. And he's at the 
big leagues. Like you, you can't make mistakes once you get to the NFL level. It's not the time for learning. Um, I like the guy and you know, it's hard. I want him to succeed, but man, it's, it just doesn't seem like it's working out there. Well, well then you, then you overhired with a franchise quarterback, which you can't do. You can't hire someone who's not qualified. Like I, for me, if I'm the owner, and I, I don't know if there were conversations had behind the scenes. I don't know what I'm getting from this guy from week to week. I have no idea. So I, I can't roll with that. <laughs> I'm moving on, man. I, I'm moving on because of Mike Williams. I'm moving on because this guy, last year, he's a, one of the more aggressive head coaches. And now it is quite the opposite this season. The aggressive coach beat him. Uh, you could make the argument because he was so conservative, uh, fourth and three going for the field goal. Uh, Dick of the kicker misses that one wide left. And even if he makes that, you go up 13. Uh, watching that last drive of the game, I mean, clearly Doug was milking the clock, playing it to perfection, uh, making sure there was no time for the Chargers at the end there. Even if they were up 13, if Dicker makes that field goal, Jaguars have scored a touchdown on, the, on that drive, don't you think, Joji? Yeah, yeah, they, they're going to score again. I mean, they, they weren't going to be stopped. And yeah. we, we talk about experience. I mean, look at that game. Doug Peterson, experienced playoff head coach against a guy who had no idea what he was doing. I mean, Doug Peterson yeah. now is six and zero. Oh, I'm sure this will be brought up a lot this week. Six and zero oh against the spread as a playoff underdog. Five and one straight up. Doug wins these games. I mean, I, I doubted him, and he won again. I mean, Doug Peterson and the Jaguars move on. All right, let's go to Sunday. S- Sunday was wild. I mean, S- Sunday put the exclamation point on. Well, like Saturday, like okay. What a crazy game. But I didn't know if we were getting three good ones on Sunday. I didn't. We did. We got three good games on Sunday. And what do we make of what happened at Buffalo yesterday? Like, Miami <laughs> is right there at the end with Skylar Thompson. And, uh, Joe, I don't know when it's going to bite them. But at, at some point, if this doesn't stop, it will. This is now 22 giveaways for Josh Allen in 16 games. He just gives sure. the ball away. The interceptions, doesn't hold on to the ball when he's getting sacked. They're lucky. I mean, they're lucky they got out because they that game was weird for a little while there. I was like, wait a second. I didn't believe it at first. I was like, Miami can't really win this game, right? And then they're in it at the end. <laughs> no. No, and you can't really win a game when Skylar Thompson's asked to throw it 45 times, right? Like, how, how is this a game? I mean, you answered my question. Turnovers. If you look in the box score, the Bills outgained them by nearly 200 yards. The Dolphins had 3.3 yards per play, 3.3, and they were right there on the end. Ends up going 34-31. I know. And then, uh, naturally, I'm looking ahead to the next week. I'm like, oh, all right, is this Bills? Bills? It's over a field goal. I'm like, I can't. Can I take the Bills favored by more than a field goal over any of these teams left? That's, that's going to be the tough part uh, for me. Cookovers hit, so I was happy with that. But um, that this one, okay, in the beginning it was in doubt. I mean, you turn the game on, like, oh, after five minutes, it's 14 nothing. This is going to be a rout. Right. And all of a sudden, the Dolphins uh, hold the lead there. That was wild. Another one of those games where it flew over. Uh, people will say uh, shootout because of the score. Well, you know, look how the scores occurred. You know, a lot defense and special teams had a lot with that, with that over crushing Aaron. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you guys said. I, I was like, wow, are the Dolphins going to win this game? And I kind of started thinking, like, Mike McDaniel is that dude. I don't know if he should lose his job if he was able to hang around in that game. I thought it was actually impressive what he was able to do with uh, Skylar Thompson in there. But, yeah, to let the Dolphins hang around, I think if the Bills – you're the Bills and Josh Allen, that's scary. I was listening to his post-game press conference, and he was like, basically, like, it's a one-week one season. You just got to win. Like, the whole it doesn't matter as long as you get the win. I'm like, I don't know. Like, you can say that until you lose, you know, and things were looking close there. So I, I, I'm a little nervous. Like, I, this, this Bills team just isn't dominating teams like we've talked about. So that's what would scare me, betting them on the spread. Yeah, we'll get to that and that game. The Bengals do have cluster injuries on the offensive line, though, so that could change with this upcoming game Sunday. But then, I mean, let's go to Giants-Vikings. I'm impressed. It's, it's finally – it's twisted to, to the point where I'm impressed with the Giants now. You, Joe, you hit it last week. Everyone talked about the matchups and the coaching. Dable and Kafka just destroyed Ed Donatel and that defense. Like, the Giants moved the ball whenever they wanted, and Chunk plays – 10, 15, 17. That's the best game Daniel Jones has played in the NFL. I mean, in his first playoff game, that was his best yeah. career game. He was really yep. good. And the Giants, I, I, I think, if we'll, I'm able to get to that spread coming up Saturday in Philadelphia, I, I think they'll be game Saturday. I, I, I'm not expecting Eagles route in that game. The Giants impressed me yesterday. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, because we know the Vikings defense stinks. And here they are for us, right there on the platter. The fraud, we were all saying that they were. They are who we thought they were, right? Um, <laughs> the Giants, nobody was surprised, really. Like, it, it was viewed as an upset, but nobody was surprised with the result of that game. I was Daniel Jones on the road. Well, yeah, he's going to be on the road to Philadelphia. He's so good on the road, man. It's I know. crazy. I know. Almost 400 total yards. He had 78 rushing yards yesterday, over 300 yeah. passing yards. And I know Paul, Paul Aspen's going to crack the mic at any second so he can say, told you so about Justin Jefferson, who I didn't see get a target in the fourth quarter. Like, they were not looking to him. <laughs> Got to have a game, big moment. You, you, you had the score into the 30s, offensive player of the year for you. I didn't see a target in the fourth quarter. He didn't crack 50 yards. And, look, part of, I'm not putting that all on him. And I will say, look, we are all over the Hawkinson angle. I think Joe G started us off there with that conversation. True. Obviously, their go-to guy. But at a certain point, and let's not even talk about the fourth down play call where he's fourth and eight and you throw it three yards. Throw three yards. You've got to <laughs> give the guy a shot to go win. And I'm not – like part of this is absolutely what the Giants did to take him away. Sometimes you got to let that guy go in. You got the offensive player of the year there, so I'm I'm actually not putting it on Justin Jefferson. I'm more putting it on Kirk Cousins, um, unless yeah. like, sorry, did not get to dive into the all twenty two to see if this is a Justin Jefferson problem. But no, I'm gonna put this on Kirk Cousins. I mean, you got to go for that guy in in the biggest spots. It's it's actually insane that they don't. Yep. I agree. Yeah, it was it was poor. I think this was a weekend a, a tale of good coaching, poor coaching. Staley, Doug, Dable, Vikings. We saw a lot of good coaching and not good coaching. And then last night, I mean, we got a lot more to do in, in the show and we'll react to it, but like, Pete? that clock, man. You're ripping clock Pete? management. You're ripping Pete? You're ripping Harbaugh? No, it's not, not, it's not Pete. It's not. <laughs> but that clock management with the Ravens, 
108, they get that pass off, the 33 seconds. They had two timeouts. Oh, they yeah. wasted 35 oh, yeah. seconds. They nearly stole that game with Huntley, and they couldn't figure it I out know. at the end. Uh, the coach, I, didn't, I thought a lot of bad coaching this weekend. Good coaching won. Poor coaching did mm-hmm. not. A lot to do. We'll start looking ahead to the division around coming up on the BetQL Network.